Welcome to the Veritas Equipping Podcast, a podcast designed to provide insight, resources, and biblical wisdom. Our mission as Veritas Church is raise up mature disciples, send out everyday missionaries, glorify God. Join us as we pursue Jesus to become mature disciples and effective disciple makers for God's glory. Veritas, welcome to our equipping podcast on Christian marriage. We're excited to talk about this. Marriage in our world is um, kind of two ditches people tend to fall in. Either there's these heightened expectations where no one's the perfect husband and no one's the perfect wife and there's not a perfect marriage and you're crushed underneath your own expectations, or there's a devaluing of marriage and it's not held up to what it should be. But marriage is God's idea and He has a lot to say about it and we're going to take some time to talk about it. So I'm here with my wife. Marcy and the Hufferts, Garrett and Carly, Hello. and we're going to talk. Hey. Hello. <laughs> and this is a dangerous group of people to get together. We, we are not short of opinions, but both of us have perfect marriages. So yes. uh, we're excited to talk about marriage in four parts. We're going to talk about what it means to be a godly husband and what it means to be a godly wife. We're going to talk about godly conflict, and then we'll just try to give some practical advice. So let's jump into this, guys, with... Um, the topic of being a godly husband. What does God want to see out of husbands? Yeah, I think uh, it's there's a number of places that address uh, what a godly husband should be. I think um, one very uh, particular one would be Ephesians 5, um, Paul talking to families in general. So he also talks to wives, he talks to husbands, he talks to children afterwards too. Um, but kind of the call to husbands uh, to love your wife as Christ loves the church and that he kind of sees it as a mystery of, uh, of sorts of a reflection of like how, um, how Christ loves the church. And um, that I think marriage in general is just a, is a bigger picture of what God's doing in redemptive history. That so. alone even challenges so much times we think of marriage is about me or my happiness or my mm-hmm. fulfillment. But Paul really chants like, there's something bigger going on than just your marriage. It is a picture of the right. gospel and Christ's love for his church. So, Well, I think to your point, like when we think, when we start to believe that our spouse is an object of our pleasure, I think that's where we really get into trouble, mm-hmm. right? Um, you start to actually like your your spouse becomes an idol mm-hmm. in a sense, right? And you're like, you're elevating that person. And then A, either they're for your enjoyment, your pleasure, or when they fail you, then they become the object of your wrath because mm-hmm. of your, or your anger, because they didn't live up to your expectation or what they should have been, Yeah, you know? And even in that passage, Gary, where you, in Ephesians 5, there's this um, call for husbands to care about their wife's spiritual maturity, even to wash mm-hmm. them in the word. Like we don't often think about that in marriage of, do I help my wife's spiritual growth mm-hmm. is a call there. What else do you think God is looking for particularly in husbands. Yeah, I think, um, and we're going to get to this in like a, in another podcast, but I think there, uh, there's that tendency on our end towards, uh, towards laziness and apathy. Mm. And I think there's a level of the, uh, a zeal from us as husbands to lead our families well and to be somebody, uh, worthy of our family's respect. Yeah. Like uh, we set the spiritual temperature. Yeah. That's a, that's a call to husbands. I think of Joshua in 20, Joshua 24, where uh, he says, as for me and my house, we're mm-hmm. going to serve the Lord. Like mm-hmm. that, as a husband and a father, he was saying, hey, this is 
who we're going to be as a family. Yeah. That's a, a call to husbands to do as well. I, I know Paul tells, hey, don't be harsh mm-hmm. with your wife. There's expectations uh, in that as well. Well, there's just a gent- like a, a gentleness that goes with that too. Like I, I think in uh, in our culture, even what's interesting is like culturally, we kind of see like the two ditches of like the like macho man or the super passive mm. man. You don't really see that kind of like sense of like a uh, a uh, a man who pursues. Uh, like kindness and gentleness and that that's looked on as a strength. Mm. Um, so let's, yeah, let's go there. And gals, you chime in here. What are some ways that husbands tend to fail in living out the call to be a godly husband? (laughs) (laughs) Fair fair game. Now's your time. Point it all out. I mean, not, not how to, how to Garrett and I feel or fail. (laughs) Let's not go there. But I mean, just in general, how do husbands to feel? Now you pointed out, Garrett, like there's these two ditches. Like even you could be like this demonstrative, domineering leader, which the Bible actually speaks against, mm-hmm. or you can be this passive, where you're not actually leading at all. You kind of either one of those ditches mm-hmm. guys tend to fall into. Yeah, I guess I would say like I tend to just see um, in the culture around us a lot of like passive men in marriages specifically. Um, and the, the woman of the house just like taking control over everything and, um, just the, the struggle there is with that within their home. Mm-hmm. Um, well, a lot of times that comes, that almost comes from many times I've, where we've seen it. It's like, it goes from years of the man just not leading and taking. So there's a, there's a leadership gap in their family. And it was like, well, the wife's like, well, someone needs to step up. Yeah. But know. then you also hear the woman being like, he needs to lead. He needs to lead, but she doesn't even give him the opportunity mm-hmm. to, to lead. Yeah. But she, by default, because of his passivity and laziness, like took over. And then once you take over a role, you're like, it's hard to give that up in any, mm. cause you think you can do it better. Mm-hmm. Like just in any role. Yeah. Do you think um, more men fall into the ditch of being, a domineering, uh, uncaring, unloving leader or into the ditch of passivity? Which one do you think is more prevalent? I think in our culture, the passive, even not only passive, just almost not being present. Mm-hmm. And just especially with technology, with games, mm-hmm. with like you can entertain yourself with other things, maybe because you feel like you can't, do the things you're called to well, so then you just don't do it at all. Mm-hmm. Easy to check out. Yeah, yeah and I think the things that we, uh, you know, I think the things that are associated with men in our culture, like like sports or um, I think even just like obsession with work or those things, like those are the things that we run to, right? You're like, hey, these things I feel like I'm good at, or like I understand, so I run to those things because mm-hmm. that makes me feel good, right? Mm-hmm. Vers- and so I'm running towards those things that I feel most successful at. Validated. And validated, and validated. Yeah. yep. Mm-hmm. And maybe the family's not where you feel that, so mm-hmm. you're like, right. well, that gets kind of put on the back burner. I'm respected at work. I feel a sense of accomplishment at work. Mm-hmm. I go home and I'm, I'm not so I check out. And- right. So what are some ways guys can pursue becoming more godly husbands? 
I think one of the things that we talk about just even as a church and one of the values that we have as a church is abiding, right? Mm-hmm. We talk about, we talk about that word a lot and, but I think there's a sense of what does it look like to uh, truly prioritize worship of our creator first. Um, and to, we've, uh, Jake, you've said this phrase before. It's kind of always stuck with me of like, uh, lead well by following well, right? Like as a, as a husband, like I want to lead well in my home by following Christ well. Mm. Um, yeah, you can't be a godly husband if you're not first a godly man. So st- start there to, to let the overflow of your own relationship with mm-hmm. Christ impact your family and your wife. I think of one way of kind of combating passivity is start seeing yourself as the initiator. Like you initiate, hey, we're going to pray tonight before we eat dinner. Or we haven't had spiritual conversations in our house for a while. I'm going to initiate that conversation. And sometimes passivity, leadership, it can be complex. I don't know what to do. But just you be the one to initiate the things that need to be done Mm -hmm. um, is a good way to lead out. And I'm sure it's going to be, like, awkward at first because you haven't been doing it. But then once you've been doing it, it will be, like, a natural thing instead of, like, we're going to pray tonight. And then everybody's like, what, what? (laughs) (laughs) It's like when you don't work out and you go for that jog for the first time. You're like, why am I doing this? I I can't even get around the block. Yeah. Right. The first time you try to lead in your home, it's just like, that was a train wreck. Mm -hmm. And then you quit. You stop doing it. And rather say, no, keep doing it. Pretty soon, it's going to be a natural. But just because it's a surprise to your family as you're trying to do it does not mean it's not welcome. Right. Right, like, just because it was, like, a surprise to your wife that you, like, asked to pray with her does not mean that she did not want, and while it might have felt awkward, it does not mean that she wasn't appreciative of that you, that you took right. that initiative. And mm-hmm. Or it may be it. both mm-hmm. awkward and needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, guys at Veritas, we want you to be godly husbands. We want you to live into the role that God's calling you to, um, and hopefully this is an encouragement to do that. If this is something you're feel like, wow, I'm falling short in, uh, talk to your connection group leader, reach out to a pastor or an elder in our church. We'd love to come alongside and help in any way we can. Love you guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Veritas Equipping Podcast. If you have any questions you would like us to address or ideas on how we can serve you better, please reach out to us by email at info at veritascr.church and put podcast in the subject line.